Hallie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to the Rise for Educators podcast, the podcast where we share research-based tools that relate to empowerment, self-care, and all things education. Each week, we discuss the Rise system, a model we created to make it easy to identify which self-care tools are the best for you. We also talk about the ladder, a tool that connects the dots between your mind and your body. I'm Julie. And I'm Holly. We are instructional coaches and sister-in-laws who decided to take our conversations about these ideas out of the corner of our family gatherings and put them into a podcast. Welcome to episode 38. Our topics for today are dreaming big, getting clarity, and a tool for creating your life plan. How are you doing, Hal? I'm doing good. How about you, Julie? Pretty good. My check-in for this week is I found a show that I really liked and I binge watched it and it is called Alone. It's on Netflix. It's a survival show where it's like a real survivor show where I think they start with 10 or 15 people who are kind of survivalists anyway. They have the skills and they drop them and on this episode someplace like way north in Alaska um, which is really difficult climate uh, to survive in and they're literally alone with camera equipment and um you win the show when you are the last one to survive but you have no idea who else is still in the game because you're just by yourself i love that yeah that seems it was, super cool it seems it seems awful because it seems like it would be so terribly cold but it seems awesome as the well show. it's re- it's very humbling and grounding because um a bunch of the people kind of talk about that they had difficult lives and that they had to kind of survive and maybe they had food insecurity in their life and then so they're used to surviving mm-hmm. and they have all these amazing skills um so it's super impressive but also just wow like people that are just um you know really putting themselves at risk really and um it was amazing and one character i think her name was like I don't know, it wasn't Winona, but something like that. She was just amazing how they go from person to person to person, maybe 10 or 15 people. And then it whittles down. It's like eight people, seven people, six people, people, you know, basically they're starving. They can't get food is the big problem, or they have problems with elements or whatever. Uh, One guy falls and breaks something. They have a phone, an emergency phone, like I'm tapping out, come get me. Mm. But what's most interesting to me about it was that, how different people respond to these, this pressure and um, some people, you know, respond really like um, in terms of the latter, your nervous system. Um, I mean, one guy on the show, like super smart, super, you know, great skills, super positive, but yet really kind of had an emotional breakdown. Like just his emotions couldn't handle mm-hmm. it. Uh, this woman mm-hmm. Winona, I was so impressed with, like all the men were just, you know, okay, and I got to get something to eat and kind of having hard times. And then they, the camera goes to Winona and she's like, oh, what I wouldn't do for a biscuit and butter right now. Ha ha ha. Funny. <laughs> I mean, just like how people respond to this very stressful situation and how different mm-hmm. personalities respond differently amazing so it's called alone yeah on netflix i just really uh i found it very i don't know just very a, a great show to kind of reflect on how people respond when things get really tough 
and even but these yeah. people were like amazing i mean i'd last for maybe 30 seconds <laughs> i mean it's, yeah. it's not like survivor. <laughs> it's not like there's still although yeah. i mean i would say that think about the resiliency that i mean <laughs> it's different than that kind of resiliency <laughs> but the resiliency you've shown on your cold walks i mean yeah i mean <laughs> right they, they would laugh they would laugh that yeah <laughs> my and also i really like i'm really into the concept of being uncomfortable and in all different ways temperature socially uncomfortable um, out of your comfort zone and pushing yourself to be a little bit uncomfortable and that creates growth. And so I think that also kind of resonated with me. Yeah. I love it. Good. Well, it goes yeah. on my list of things yeah. to watch. So for that recommendation. Yeah. So how about you? Um, so my recommend or my recommendation my <laughs> yes. check in this week is, um, I got to check in with a friend recently, my friend Gabrielle, okay. um, who's just, I think I've told you about her before, Julie, but she's just, um, she's an amazing person. She's like just personally an amazing person. Plus she has great insights in life. So I always like talking to her. Um, she is an avid listener of the podcast. So she was sent, you know, talking to me about the calendar episode and she gave me another really great idea. And I thought like, oh, and based on her idea, I've kind of made a little bit of a, a switch in what I was doing. Okay. So, um, she started a new job as an equity, the department of I think ELs and equity um, at her in a in a new district for her. She was in my district, Um, and she says the human resources director suggested that on her calendar she writes something she's either grateful for or something that went well each day, so that kind of like our calendar hack last week when we were talking about revisiting our calendar that those positive moments would be there as a way to kind of like support you going forward. And I thought like, oh, that's a really nice little piece to that puzzle, especially because I don't usually, two things, I don't usually keep a written calendar. Um, So normally I wouldn't, but this gives me a reason to, because I think it just having that little space to write a quick something isn't quite so overwhelming. So when do you write it? So it's, I mean, you can do it whenever, like my plan is to do it daily. So I just okay. talked to her about it. So my thought is like every day, I'm just going to write one little quick thing. So it doesn't take a whole lot of time. You know, I'm not a huge journaler. Um, I know some people really get energy from that, but uh, I've tried that several times in the past and it just doesn't jive with me. But I think that this like short mm-hmm. little, um, okay. like, you know, square in the calendar seems a little bit more reasonable. So um, I thought that was a really great recommendation. And I also talked to Gabriel because in this episode, we're going to be talking about something called Lifebook, um, which is, uh, which I found out about, I think a couple of years mm-hmm. ago when I was I watching remember. some Mind Valley videos. I remember when yeah. you were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And it totally changed how I was operating at the time. Um, So I'm excited about this episode because I think there are a lot of possibilities for people um, to really make some good vision change Mm -hmm. that can affect your life. Um, But anyway, she actually did the life book process with her husband. And And this is on the uh, Mind Valley website that you can take this, right? Right. And there's a free masterclass. So if you're, if after this episode we go through and you're like, oh, I kind of actually want some more information about that. Um, you can definitely go and start before you actually pay for anything. You could start on the, with just the masterclass, but I was asking her because she'd actually gone through this with her husband, mm-hmm. you know, like what did she really, really appreciate about it? Um, and, you know, she's super thoughtful and reflective. So she had said like, it was 
a really awesome exercise because it provided you good structure to improve your self-reflection on your life. Mm -hmm. And my favorite thing that she talked about, um, I think she and her husband did this like together. So it was like, they'd have a date night and, you know, it was a way for them to deepen their conversations with each other um, because you really are going deep into your personal goals and values. And I think that makes sense to do, you know, with your spouse or a life partner or something, because, you know, yeah, I think it's important to know about the other person. Um, Do you think Rick would do that? So, so two years ago, I was trying to convince everybody I knew to do this. I remember you talking like, to me. This is amazing. <laughs> do you think your husband would do this with you? Um, so what I had him do, and actually some other people in my life, people that weren't, because they're this can be as involved of a process as you make mm-hmm. it. And we'll be talking about it, but there are like these 12 dimensions that you really consider. Lifebook is just kind of like, what do I want for my life as a whole? You know, we kind of get focused on certain areas. Um, like maybe career or finance or something, but this is really like really considering what you want as a whole. Right. Um, I think, I think vision calls it amor fati, which is love of fate. And which actually means living, you would live your life again and again because you love it so much the way you're living it. And what would that kind of life look okay. like? Hmm. Um, so what Gabrielle said that I loved, um, is she said her favorite part, and I love this too, was about getting all your arrows pointing in the same direction and then prioritizing which category will get you the most traction toward your goals. Um, so I used this when I did it, I used it to kind of like break through, um, some limiting beliefs that I had. So Mm -hmm. it kind of helped me dream really big. And then it also helped me kind of recognize opportunities in my life as they would come about, um, where I'd be like, oh, and I'm, things I probably wouldn't have even realized before, but I'd be like, oh, yes, I should do that because it connects to one of my big, I can see how it connects to one of my bigger life goals. But until you really do that and you kind of put your big life goals out there and it, it kind of forces you to think about what you actually want. Right. So the um, life, so the life book is, is that what it's called? The life book? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a tool that Mind Valley that's offered on the Mind Valley website. You can sign up for it. I, I looked into it this week because we we're doing this episode and it's like, it's a six week course. And okay. Right. So that's the official course. Yes. Right. Right. There are also a ton of free resources. So like I those. never paid for the course. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you pay for the course, like Gabriel paid for the course with her husband and um, like they go far, far deeper in not only the reflection and like really giving you some for each area, helping you go deeper and deeper, but then also the action plan that goes with it. I sort of did, I think, like Lifebook Light, um, which was free. And I just kind of looked at the 12 areas and sort of came up with my own process Um you know, not too complicated. And that's what we're more talking about today. But, you know, for sure, if there's something, you know, if you're looking to go deeper, um, it Lifebook is actually its own company, but Mind Valley is sort of like an umbrella company that takes all these entrepreneurs from different uh, areas, like motivational speakers and, you know, anybody that kind of is into like personal growth and improvement mm-hmm. and brings them all together. And they have like okay, these yeah. people that makes sense. create videos or like, you know, speak at um, 
at their awesomeness or awesome com- conferences, something like that. But hmm. uh, yeah. So anyway, this is Lifebook Light, I guess. Okay. Um, our own little version of what we're going to talk about today. Okay. So this week, what we're really talking about is asking ourselves what it is that we really want in life and starting on a gentle path towards that life. 2020 has sent many of us down the ladder to fight flight or especially shut down out of energy to make new and ambitious goals in life, which we often do at the beginning of a new year. Last week, we talked about starting with just one word or a feeling or a mantra to help guide you through the upcoming year. Mine was connected and settled, which I have changed because <laughs> um, I actually uh, sat down again with my calendar and I didn't tell you this, Holly, I found what I actually also did is I went through my photos of the year on my oh, phone and idea. it was so awesome. So I sat down with my calendar again, with my old calendar, my new calendar, and then my phone. And I went through my photos and there were events that I had taken mm-hmm. pictures of that were not on my calendar. And went, then I went with my new calendar and I wrote down events that I wanted to keep or recreate. And I um, sketched them in, in the top of that month. That's such a good idea. And I love the picture because I think that probably evokes a little bit more emotion too. When a lot of people take, we take so many pictures and you don't put everything on yeah. your calendar. So there was a few things I'm like, oh, that I had so much fun doing that. I forgot about that. Or I forgot I accomplished that. I'm going to write that down. I want to do something like that. So I did do that. And um, I was connected and settled, but I ended up kind of writing a mantra, which I usually kind of just take all my notes and I have kind of a big, long mantra um, that I'll probably still be tweaking. But anyway, that's what we were talking about last year to guide us through the upcoming year. And Holly, I think you picked joy. I did. Yeah. <laughs> still, I'm, I'm still, I'm still aiming for joy. Okay. <laughs> um, so this week we are getting a little more specific and really understanding exactly what we want. And then we're gently moving towards these life improvements without pressure or action of action steps and strict schedules. Maybe this calmer, gentler process will be just what you need to take some steps forward and to move up the ladder in 2021. Yeah, I was just laughing because usually like at the beginning of the year, I'm like all geared up and ready to go. And this year it's like, oh yeah, this year's taking a little toll. Um, so this just feels a little bit more right. Yeah. Like, you know, the first step uh, to all of this is dreaming big. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, let's start talking about dreaming big. Um, this reminds me, I think it was like 2008 or something uh, when Oprah did the big thing on the vision board. And I think that connected to that book, The Secret. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's basically like, I think this idea of, you know, don't let something get in your way. If you want like you get to have any dream that you want Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life and for parts in your life. So what would your ideal life look like? Um, And so that kind of shares as far as like the dream big part. um, I would say the life plan also echoes that, but it's definitely a little bit different. Um, You know, the vision board kind of came with this idea of like uh, magnetic thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, if you put it out there, like if you dream it, it will come. You just have to keep thinking about it and thinking positively and um, it will be manifest in your life. Right. So. So this is like um, yeah. the vision board is when you would like sit down with a stack of magazines. Does anyone have any of those anymore? Or you could, right. of course, do it electronic <laughs> <laughs> and you would like, I did a vision board. I don't know. You said 2008. Um, I don't remember when I did it, but it was probably right around there. I did it in a yoga class and the teacher brought like all these magazines and poster boards. And then you just look through magazines and it was like, whatever you were sort of drawn to, you would cut that picture out 
and then you would kind of design this board. And some people just design these amazing boards, but the life book is almost like multiple vision boards, like a video, like a vision board for each area of your life. Yeah. And I think the other part about it is um, it doesn't come with the, if you dream it, it will come necessarily state. It's more just like, I think the process of Hmm. pushing beyond your limiting beliefs and um, kind of putting it out there, like dream as big as you you want to dream, mm-hmm. really asking yourself, like, what do I want in my life? And not just in one or two areas, but in a lot of different areas. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, the research on this is a little bit like there are some people that are like visualization really works mm-hmm. and is effective. And there are some people that say visualization is actually still stilts your motivation. So mm-hmm. The studies that show visualization work, they've done some studies where they've had people exercise, like think about exercising parts of their body. I think one's like the bicep and one's the the little finger. And then they, you know, they test them and I'm not sure how many weeks apart it is, but they test them. And just by thinking about the, those body parts, like strengthening them, not actually doing any of it, the body parts become strong. I've heard something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so then that, you know, pro I'm visualizing myself like, doing pushups right now. <laughs> I'm visualizing myself having a really great core, <laughs> strong core. Um, but then there are other people, there have been other studies that have been done where they have people that say, you know, they have people, um, I think they college students kind of like visualize getting an A on a test. And then um, other students that visualize the process of like studying hard every night and working and then getting an A on the test and some that don't visualize at all. And so the ones that visualize the process end up doing the best and the ones that just visualize the A at the end end up doing the worst. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So, yeah. So I think there's like pros and cons. I think um, interesting, like that college study was a very short term study you know, like the, the amount of time it would take to do a test. So the vision board's a little, I mean, the life book's a little bit different because it takes into account a longer period of time. Right. Um, and I think the other piece is this isn't the actual life book process comes with like action steps that you put together. We're not going there today. Uh, we're just doing kind of like the planning phase. Mm-hmm. And then recognizing opportunities in your life that kind of um, fit with it. Um, but for sure, I think if you're more likely to visualize the process, you know, if you can visualize the process getting there, that makes it a little bit more specific. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So it all starts with getting in a mindset to dream big, to push yourself beyond any limiting beliefs and let yourself imagine your best life. Um, so we talked about the Mind Valley website and this life book company. Um, Vision is the creator of Mind Valley, and he interviews the creators of the life book, who are John and Missy Butcher. And he asks them why most people are not living the life of their dreams. And John and Missy, Missy talk about how we are all programmed with these systems that our society has set up that point us towards living a status quo or an ordinary life. You can live an extraordinary life that works at a higher level in every area. Um, And our society tends to put a heavy emphasis on career and finances, but there are a lot of other areas um, that we can all also really be focused on. And uh, Missy and John say that people are like lemmings. They follow what society tells them to do, which I think is really true. 
Um, based on this, we say they say the three reasons that people do not live extraordinary lives are that they don't know what's possible. They're too busy running on the treadmill to look around and reflect. And they are operating with outdated models of success. So in this life book process, you are encouraged to dream big and not let anyone, including yourself, set limits on your life plan. It starts with knowing who you are and what you really want. Right now is just the planning phase. If you don't have a life vision, it's really easy to be manipulated by your environment, which these days is really controlled through technology and especially social media. Yeah. And I, I think like that's what, you know, so much of this year, what we've learned is with the systems that are in place in our society, um, you know, that that we do kind of operate under these systems that we don't uh, unconsciously or subconsciously without even realizing that they're um, pushing us in one way or another or biasing us. Um, and I think this is really true. You know, you kind of just accept this is this is how things are without stopping to say, but do they really have to be? Right. Um, so I think this first stage, this idea about like, you know, people not knowing what's possible, I think that's really key is to kind of say, okay, for my life, I'm not going to say what's possible. I'm going to say what I really, really want. I'm not going to temper it by saying like, you know, well, that's not realistic mm -hmm. or, you know, that doesn't fit in with my partner's life plan or, you know, no limit dreaming. What does that actually look like? Okay. Um, and I think what's really cool about the life book process is that it does emphasize a well-rounded life. Like Missy and John Butcher, um, they had this amazing house in Illinois. It may have even been in St. Charles, which is close to me. But you would see pictures of it and it had like a live tree growing in the middle of it, just like this beautiful home. And um, they will travel for like six months at a time with their family to destinations around the world. And like they they definitely live an amazing life. But they're also super fit. They prioritize family. They prioritize. Sounds fishy. Um, <laughs> I know. You're like, wait, how do they have like, it all? Oh, but I think, <laughs> I think that's their point is that you can have it all or you're more likely to have it all if you know what having it all actually looks like for you. That kind right. of helps you make some uh, decisions that you might not have uh, made if you hadn't considered that. Hmm. Okay. So life down breaks down your goal setting into 12 dimensions and has you think about what you want for yourself, which I think is really key. It's, um, it's not what somebody else wants or what you think you should want, but what you actually want. Um, and the key here is to dream big, aim for the moon. If you miss, you'll land among the stars. It's a key part of the process because it helps you start to overcome some of your limiting beliefs. So we're going to talk about each of these dimensions for each area. Ask yourself, what do I really want in this area? Um, and then it's probably helpful to ask why, why do I want these things to make sure that yes. they're, and I think that's a really key. What do I want and why do I want it um, to make sure that this really is what you want and it's not driven by others or society. Yeah. I, I always think about kind of like the genie in the bottle idea. You know, if a genie came up right now and said, what do you want? Like, you know, your wish is my command. What do you want in each of these 12 areas of your mm -hmm. life? And you could pick anything. Mm -hmm. What would you pick? Okay. So the first five um, categories are personal life categories. And you are the only one in charge of these. So the first category, uh, personal life category is physical health and fitness. So what big dreams do you have for your physical being? 
This could be about your health, your appearance, your clothes, your hair, whatever you want. They're your dreams, so no judgment. All right. The second category is intellectual. So you might ask yourself, how do I want to challenge myself this year Mm -hmm. or or in my life? You know, what do I want to learn more about or what do I want to learn how to do? And, you know, don't worry so much how you're going to get the information. You know, it might be through books, workshops, videos, talking to somebody else. But, you know, what are you really passionate about uh, learning about? Hmm. I like that category. I, got, I think I want to learn something. I'm just not sure what yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn how to do, I want to learn how to craft something and make something I'm inspired by um, <laughs> alone. <laughs> the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So the next category is emotional. How do you want to feel? We really focused on that in our last episode, like the one or two words or your mantra to help guide you through the upcoming year. Um, So really emotional is how do you want to feel in the upcoming year? Yeah. Um, The next one's character. And I think this is really interesting. We had done an episode on values, Mm -hmm. like what values drive you through your life. And then I, I hung those on the wall in my office and I've really been using those to kind of hone my decision-making. Um, so I think this is really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Like what kind of character traits do you want to have at the core of all of your decisions and actions? Yeah. I like that one too. Really thinking about yourself and uh, uh, it's a great funnel for decision-making. Yeah. Uh, the next category is spiritual. What do you want your spiritual life to include? This might be an organized religion, or it might be a general connection to a higher being or beings. Um, In this area, you might think about what are your deep beliefs about your life purpose? Yeah, and I hadn't really thought about that. I like that because I'm going to go back to my life book that I created and kind of think about that. Um, Like, what are my real beliefs about or my life philosophy and how does that fit in here Mm -hmm. okay so the next two are relationship categories and the first part is romantic so who do you want to be with that may be really easy to tell but who knows you know everybody's kind of in a different spot so um what kind of partner do you want to be and what kind of connections and interactions do you want to have with your partner? This might be, you know, things you want to do to have fun. It might be how, how you want to deepen your connection with them. Um, the next category is parenting. How do you want to interact with your own children or with your parents? Like, what do you ideally want that relationship to look like? Yeah. Okay. And the next several are experience categories. Um, so it's the social category. And I think this is, uh, this is something that I sometimes overlook, but I think, um, that's the whole point is to be really intentional about mm-hmm. it. So it's like, what types of friendships do you want to have? And what do you want the connection level to be like with those friends? Mm-hmm. And what kind of friend do you want to be? What activities do you want to do with your friends? Um, yeah. You know, we were, t- go ahead. we were talking about <laughs> yeah. this a little bit and I thought you had such a good, well, insight. I kind of went on the mind Valley site and I think I saw some, um, some descriptions of these categories and they talk about in the social area, are there relationships that you want to choose really to strengthen the relationships you feel really good in? Um, that maybe you want to give more time, um, or energy towards, and then are there relationships that you might need to let go? And, you know, this person in your life could be a great person, but you maybe don't feel so great about them. And this is uh, an area to really look at your, you know, your friendships, your 
um, your relationships at work, your relationships in your community and think about, are there people that I need to let go of for myself? Yeah. And that's, that's not easy, but like, as you're starting to think about it, it's really, this is your ideal Mm -hmm. life. So what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, is there someone that's in your life and, you know, for whatever reason, um, you don't enjoy being with them or, um, you feel icky after you spent time with them. And if this is a family member, maybe you can't get away from them, but are there ways that you can let go of those relationships that might be weighing you down? Yeah, I love that. Uh, the next category is career. So what kind of a job would you like to have? Um, are there some skills that you'd like to learn in your position, your current position? Uh, what kinds of projects do you like to work on or would you like to work on? Or where would you like to be employed? Yeah. The next one is financial. How much money do you want to make? Um, and how do you want the money to come to you? You know, really thinking about that, this kind of fits with career, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why some of these categories kind of interplay, but do, do your career goals match your financial goals? And that's something interesting to think about. And if not, you know, maybe a side hustle is in order. The next category is quality of life. So how do you actually want to spend your days? Uh, where do you want to live? What kind of house or car do you want to own? Where do you want to travel? What do you want your daily life to look like? And the last one, and this one I wasn't totally sure about, even though I had done life book before, I was like, oh, I don't really remember this one as well. But um, I think it's a really great one because it's a little bit more big picture community oriented and it's called life vision. And I think of all of this as your life mm-hmm. vision. Um, so I probably would change that to like, you know, big worlds or world connection okay. or something, but it's how do you see yourself making a big contribution to yourself, your community or to the planet? Mm. Yeah. That kind of like shifts your thinking a little bit. I think so. Yeah. It, it really takes you, I think um, it distances you from yourself yeah. a little bit and uh, pushes the focus like much more big picture. Okay, so now that we've had some time to consider each of these categories, let's take a minute to picture your life with these goals in in place. So this is a, we're going to do a visualization that comes from the Lifebook Masterclass. And I believe that, um, this wasn't the Masterclass, but part of the um, description on the Lifebook was to do this visualization in the future. So you visualize yourself maybe five years in your future. Um, so we're going to go ahead and do this visualization. So you're picturing yourself right now, um, uh, five years in the future, approximately. And we start by taking a deep breath in and then release, let go of any worries or expectations, create a blank slate with no limitations of time, no limitations of money or any obligations. Think of a day in your life where you are living your very best life, exactly the way you want to live it. Don't let anything get in the way. What would you do if you weren't limited by anyone or anything, including yourself? What would your perfect day look like? Where would you live? What kind of home would you live in? What would your ideal environment be? What time would you wake up? How would you feel? Who would you spend your time with during the day? If you looked in the mirror, what would you see? 
How would your body feel? What would your job be? Who would you be working with? What kind of goals would you be accomplishing? How much money are you making? How much money is in your bank account? What would you be doing after work? Who would you be with? Take a minute to just sit in this space of your beautiful day. I love doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like such like yeah. a, a, a fun like just fun. It's, it's it is just like a fun ways. like yeah. dream in the future. Yeah. Like your mm-hmm. big dream. Yeah. 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 And I think just like anything, sometimes it takes practice to dream big yeah. like that. You know, we've all like dreamed like, oh, I want to win the lottery or something, but it doesn't go beyond that, you know, to all of these prongs, these 12 different dimensions. Well, I've also, I've Um, done a meditation where you, this future self, did we talk about that, Holly? I can't remember. I've also done it. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember right now. We're like, oh, are things running together? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, are things running together? I don't know. Yeah. I've done that before. And it's kind of powerful to visualize yourself in the future and really think about what your life might be like and what you'd like it to be like. I think it's a powerful meditation. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Okay. So now that we've kind of like thought about all of this, how do we put it together? You know, they always say that either writing or creating something Mm -hmm. um, makes your, you more likely to achieve your Mm -hmm. goals. So this week, our, our tool really is about creating our life plan and using it kind of as our GPS in our lives. So like when I did this, when you create your life book, you know, I think it's really important to do a format that makes sense for you. So if you're more of a paper person and you want to draw things or cut out things from magazines, do it. If you're more digital, then, you know, copy and think about what you want, copy and paste images. I did it that way. So I just created a Google slide. And then for each new slide, I put one of the dimensions and then I kind of thought through, okay, so, you know, my physical, what do I want my physical, my health and well-being to look Mm -hmm. like, um, or my health and fitness. And then I tried to, I I found pictures. I kind of like did a search. I found pictures that spoke to me and then I put them in there. I didn't put many words because what I find is like, as I, when I did this two years ago, this is what I would do is that I go through my um, each of my slides mm-hmm. and I'd look at each picture and kind of like conjure up what the, the meaning behind that picture yeah. was. And I think that leads to a, a, a deeper thought process than if it was all just written out. Um, so I, tr- that's my personal thing. I just try to kind of limit the words, but again, you do you like, this is a totally personal thing. And so like, think about what works best for you. Cause you're very visual. Um, I'm super visual. So and that makes more your sense. Graphics, yeah, like as I'm picturing myself doing this, I will probably sketch it out with some words. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm like, I was, yeah. and like, that's I, the cool yeah, thing. But okay. So go ahead with the categories. <laughs> so the, the 12 categories um, and giving yourself enough space for these, because I will tell you, like, as when I did this before, the nice thing about it is that it, it isn't static. You know, like as you're going through, sometimes you start honing your thinking like two years ago when I first did this. um, And it's so funny because, you know, on on my career page, I was talking about like maybe writing a book or 
um, you know, doing something. And then I had joy on another, on another page. And I'm just laughing because yeah, I didn't end up writing the book, but we did end up starting this podcast, which kind of, um, fulfills a similar purpose, um, of kind of like getting, you know, we had all of this information. It was like, well, how do we get this out there and share it with people? Um, so that's, what's kind of fun is you can look back at these and be like, oh, how close was I to, or, or how much have I moved in that direction mm-hmm. and sort of that idea about like, you know, if you aim for the moon, but you fall among stars, like sometimes that's just as beautiful. Yeah. Um, so the, the 12 areas are physical, intellectual, emotional, spiritual, romantic, parenting, social, career, financial, quality of life, and life vision. So the idea is that you can review it regularly. I told Julie I would do this every morning as I was drying my hair. Um, I would kind of like just flip through each of the different sections, and it was just kind of part of my routine. Um, And then the next part's the cool part. Um, Because it was so on the forefront of my mind, as I was going throughout my days, different things would come up and, you know, I'd have a decision to make or, you know, an opportunity would come up and I'd think like, oh my gosh, that connects to my life vision. And I can see how that connection exists. And it would let me, it kind of like pushed me to do some things that otherwise I might not have done Hmm. because I was much more clear on what I wanted in my life. Interesting. Um, And I'm just realizing we forgot character. Oh, shoot. (laughs) So physical (laughs) character, intellectual, emotional, spiritual, romantic, parenting, social, career, financial, quality of life, and life vision. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. Uh, Sometimes you're not in a place to have big action goals set in front of you. It's okay to sit with your plan a little bit and open your eyes to the opportunities that are naturally around you. If you want to hone in on a goal or two and put an actual action in place, you can definitely do that. This is more of a warm up before you get to that phase. Yeah. And so this whole week, the cha- or this week, the challenge is to reflect on, on these areas and create your own personal life plan um, in whatever format that might take. And if you just want to focus on a few areas, that's OK, too. You know, I like doing the 12 mm-hmm. because it helped me kind of see some interplay between a few of them. So, you know, sometimes an opportunity would come up and I'd think like, oh, gosh, that fits my romantic goals. And it also, you know, falls into my uh quality of life goal. So yeah, that's a, that's great because it hit more than one area. Um, But when I was sharing it with different people, there were several people that said, you know what, I just want to focus on these three. And I think that's good too. you know, really make it work for you. So this week is all about creating life plans that help us imagine lives we most want to live. Let us know how this works for you. You can contact us via email at riseforeducators at gmail. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at riseforeducators. We really look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next Monday for our next episode of Rise for Educators.